Welcome, everyone, to Champion Your Life with me, Leanne Champion. This is where we get to reflect, refine, and reboot your one precious life. In this space, we take a deeper look at what's holding you back. Maybe you want to show up differently for the people in your life. Maybe you're struggling with your emotional well-being. Maybe you feel as though something's missing and you want to get excited about your future. There's some good news. You can shift your perspective and begin to walk through the world in new, refreshing ways. I am a certified life and well-being coach who was called to create this show as a means to facilitate a journey of personal development. You have the power to change. Your life is precious. Don't waste another minute feeling unfulfilled. Champion your life starts now. Since the holidays are literally around the corner, I I want to ask you a question. What if you decided to make this holiday season your best one ever? Have you given that any thought? I know, I know, I can hear you already. Leanne, there are so many unknowns right now in the world. It's disorienting. I feel overwhelmed. And I hear you. But what if you were to choose to look at it from another lens? What if you were able to trade your overwhelm and expectations for more joy and appreciation? And one last thing, what if you decided ahead of time how you wanted to show up for those in your life? Welcome back to Champion Your Life. I'm Leanne Champion. I'm excited to help coach and reframe your holidays today so that you can see them again from a different lens. I've asked my producer and dear friend, Terry Mullen, to jump on this podcast and come into this conversation. Hey, Terry. (laughs) Thanks for having me. Uh, thank you for doing it. Well, I have to laugh because as I was listening to your opening statement, I thought to myself, um, the first thing I thought of about the holidays is my never ending to do list. <laughs> oh, and that can't be good. <laughs> well, it's real. That's for sure. I think yes, you know, seriously, I think that's for most everyone. You know, we often get so focused on logistics, the list, and we miss what do we miss the bigger meaning, right? Yeah. We miss the joy, right, that's supposed to be on that list. Maybe <laughs> what we should do, let's write down joy first on the top of the list. What do you think? On the list? Yeah, that's a good idea. <laughs> well, it's easy to go down that rabbit hole because, yeah, I mean, yeah, the list becomes overwhelming. For me, it does. It's like countdown time. And I I keep forgetting, Leanne, I, I actually have a choice in my thoughts and what I'm focusing on and I mean, you actually teach that in your podcast. And I realized that a lot of the stress, I brought it on myself. I'm, I've am i actually placed it there myself. So that's not good. Such great awareness. I mean, listen, that's the beginning of like getting it. So good for you. We need to just remember what we focus on matters because where the focus goes, the energy goes. I love that phrase. But, you know, it's kind of whatever we expect to find, we find, don't we? It's yeah. really kind of a self-fulfilling prophecy. So Terry, what I want us to do today, Terry's my (laughs) a willing guinea pig here. I want to help all of you listening on the podcast today just to get clear 
on the real meaning around the holidays for you, the quality of time that you want to have with your family, new traditions that you might want to create, some <laughs> some old ones you might want to get rid of, and make these decisions ahead of time. Yeah, that makes sense. Making the decisions in front instead of waiting to see, you know, what happens. <laughs> exactly. And of course, there's going to be logistics and to-dos, but I think that if we're coming intentionally from a place of joy and anticipation and our thoughts are not focused on being overwhelmed, right? Right. Hey, we might even look forward to our lists and logistics. There could be an <laughs> excitement to it. Wouldn't that be nice? So, Terry, let's be intentional for a minute. Okay. Since we're talking about what we want, it might be interesting to explore. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to coach you a little bit, if that's okay. okay. What hasn't perhaps worked for you in the past? So I know I'm putting you on the spot a little bit, but um, what, if you think back on Christmases gone by, what are some of the things that didn't work for you? Okay. Well, in the past, um, I think, well, I have found out that I am a people pleaser. I, uh, your last Welcome. Yes. <laughs> doing that, it was like, oh, that's what I am. So because of that, yeah. I I really think that what didn't work is I just want everything to be perfect for everyone. Mm, <laughs> and, tall order. And, tall order, and that just never works. I mean, a really good example is when um, uh, mealtime, you know, mealtime was a big deal for me because my husband was Norwegian and he wanted the traditional Norwegian food. Um, my sister's family is Persian and they want the Persian food. And then uh, the rest of my family wants American, traditional American. So it's like, what do you do with that? It, it's a lot. And I tried to make everyone happy. And so the logistics of that, it just stressed me out. <laughs> I need to tell you that sounds exhausting. It was exhausting. <laughs> and I wish I hadn't let it get to me and realize sooner that it was all fine. It, it was just as it should be. You know, my dad, he used to be in television and he used to tell his crew, he'd say, if it's close enough, it's perfect and it's a wrap. And that. That, isn't that great? I mean, I wish yeah. I had heeded that advice a long time ago. Mm, you know? Yeah, because it's never really about the food. I mean, Hopefully that's the you know part of the fun, of course, but it really needs to be about connection. I that is what people really desire, whether they're aware of it or not. Right? Yeah, and our expectations of grandeur, like you preparing all those different cuisines, we can really get in the way of our enjoying ourselves. Right. Right. I'm a big proponent of looking back to our past Christmases and reflecting a bit, and then kicking some of those more absurd things or traditions that we do to the curb. Mm -hmm. I think, you know what I was thinking about before this, we need to normalize our expectations. With I, like a little humor. I like that. Normalize our expectations. That's yeah. good. Because yeah, I mean, whatever we do together as a family, that is the ultimate gift. And, you know, in hindsight, Leanne, no one was complaining about the food and it was all in my mind and the pressure that I put, was putting on myself, thinking that it was somehow not good enough um, for everyone. And, you know, as you say, it's so much more about just being together. That's so good, Terry. This is going to be helpful for many people listening. So 
as we're moving forward, what do you want your holidays to be like? So what we're going to do now is I want you to choose the emotions that you would like for the holidays, because you know what? We can do that, right? We can do these things ahead of time. Okay. What would you like to choose? Yeah. I would choose um, calmness. Calm's a good one. Um, Being present Mm -hmm. and probably uh, joy, you know, having some fun. I mean, yeah. I think I would probably really need to do a thought download, uh, right? Bingo. <laughs> I mean, I would actually sit down and write my intentions and for the holiday, and that's because that's exactly what you teach, and and take it from there. Okay, so Terry, do me a favor and break down how you actually do a thought download for people who are listening. How would okay. you do that? Mm-hmm. Okay, so. Um, what I would do is I would write my emotions at the top. So what I would do is I, if I'm in my bed in the morning or if I'm at the kitchen table, I would take something like this or I would take a journal or something that I have and I would write on the top of it my um, emotions that I want for the holidays, which I said was uh, being calm and present and joyful and or having fun. And then I would go further on writing down new thoughts to think or you know, new ways to roll. Oh, I love that. So yeah, the new, how to change it up. Love that. So the new thoughts to think. So explain what might be a new thought to think around the holidays for people who are listening. Give me an example. What's coming up? Okay, so um, number one, well, number one would be it doesn't have to be perfect. <laughs> yeah. <Right? laughs> Everyone listen, write that down. What else? It doesn't have to be perfect. And um, let's say number two might be um, that it's all about the connection, that it isn't about the money or how much money you're spending, that it's about the connection. I love, love, love that. You're on a roll. What else? Yeah. Um, Number three. Number three would be... um, Number three would be, I can't control the narrative. <laughs> and that's okay. What? You can't control the people? Yeah. No. You mean the expectation of how everyone and everything, they'll all behave? Is that what you mean? Yeah, that one. <laughs> well, that's for everyone listening. That's coaching 101. We can't control the people, which we could, but we can't. We can only control ourselves and how we'll show up. That should be on a T-shirt, I think. Yeah, I think you're right. <laughs> now, I I really do love this idea of, um, you know, doing the thought down and, and writing, writing it down so it becomes clear. And then, you know, you're aware of it on, on a daily basis. Right, right, right. Good. So, Terry, what are some new traditions that you might want to bring in? Um... Well, I probably, let's see, what what do I want to do? Um, You know, it's funny you bring that up because uh, I just did this like literally three days ago. So I just made this small adjustment in the last couple of days. Um, We always had our tree in the living room for years, mainly because there were usually like 23 people in here every year. And now that our Christmas has changed, um, you know, it's a different feel now. It's my daughter and myself. Um, I thought that we would get a smaller tree 
and put it in the family room where we can see it every day and enjoy it. You know? a, did you already do it? Yeah, I did. You want to see it? <laughs> see? Hey, darling, there you go. <laughs> I love that, Terry. Sometimes less is more and getting rid of some of our more complex traditions that maybe have served us for many years might now for whatever reason, sometimes they feel unnecessary, like your big tree. It's, it must feel freeing to shake it up. Yeah, I mean, it really does. And I think you're right, absolutely. Sometimes those moments that just happen, they're really lovely. Like last night, my daughter, you know, we, we went out to see some Christmas lights. Literally, we just went and got some hot chocolate from the kitchen and walked outside and went around and, and looked at all the lights. And it was just very spontaneous. And it was so nice and simple. It was really lovely. Was really Love beautiful. that you did that. Uh, such a great example of being in the present moment. We're going to get ready to go for a break here, believe it or not. We're having so much fun. Yeah. You've been listening to Champion Your Life. And we're talking about all the ways to rethink your holidays and connection. Connection is key here. And when we come back, we're going to talk about a couple ideas that bring people we love together in a more meaningful and powerful way. And we're going to be right back. Listen up. The wealth you receive is a result of your personal relationship with the soul of money, meaning your spiritual well-being affects your ability to create abundance. Jennifer Bloom works with people to mend the spiritual disconnects that block up the cash flow. How's your relationship with yourself? Are you in balance with the divine? I know, these are big questions, but there are answers. Take Jennifer's free money relationship quiz to learn where you need to focus your energy and watch yourself grow into the abundance you deserve. Trust the divine. Learn to receive. You are worthy of all the wealth you seek. Visit jenniferbloom.com and click on the purple banner to take the free money relationship quiz. That's jenniferbloom, B-L-O-O-M-E.com. Welcome back to Champion Your Life. We've been having some fun here talking about the upcoming holidays, creating traditions, letting some go, simplifying, and giving a lot more time to the people we love. Terry, I know that your family had a really hilarious tradition. Um, do you mind sharing that one that you guys did for many, many years? Yeah, no, um, we did. We made movies, uh, which is so silly, crazy, 30-second one minute movies. And this was, Lena, this was way before TikTok. Carl, you were yeah. ahead of your time. Yeah, we kind, of, we kind of were. We would all get together and decide on what film we wanted to do and what scene. And that alone brought so much laughter and, you know, fun around the table, just figuring out how we would do these scenes. And once we all decided on the movie, we would grab what we needed and, and just start filming. Like the first one, the first one was Ocean's Eleven. It was in our kitchen. And, you know, the scene where they're all staring at the jumping waters in Las Vegas, that hotel, I forget the name of the hotel. Bellagio. Yeah, there you go. So we 
we were all staring at the sink and at the spout going on and off as each one of us left the shot. And, and and just, it was just so much fun. And, you know, another one we did, we did, um, we did that 70s show um, in the car singing the opening song. And I remember my nephew just hanging on the top of the car in the garage to get the shot, you know, and it, it really, it wasn't about the movie. It was about making the movie and with all of us together. And mostly what I remember is just peals of laughter. Yeah. It's all was, about connection, right? Yeah. yeah. Nothing like laughter to fuel that. That's such a fun idea for everyone listening to do today. Listen, also one other thing I wanted to touch on. There's Another aspect that um, you are in the midst of experiencing and something that I think everyone's going to go through at some point or another, and it's a tra- it's called a transitional holiday. Could you just briefly explain to our listeners what that looks like, Terry? Sure. Yeah. A trans- um, transitional holidays are when there's been a significant loss of a family member or when there's been a like a complete change in the family dynamics, such as like major health challenges or a recent move. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it could be a divorce, very mm-hmm. difficult. Yeah, sure. In my case, it was the loss of my husband. And you have to think, you have to think it through for, um, you have to think it's to structure it differently. For me in the beginning, my grief left me with very little energy. So you have to plan around that. You know what I mean? Yes, for sure. And it sounds like sort of what we were doing earlier in the podcast where I was intentionally having you do a, a thought download would be very helpful in those situations. Am I am I correct? Yeah, absolutely. I think that exercise would help a lot during a transitional holiday. Thing. Um, thing. Yeah, I, I really believe that. And we might, you know, you need to simplify a bit, I think. I think that's the, you know, it's coming through my head right now. <laughs> Sorry, but I, I I think I'm going to do a little tit for tat here because. Um, <laughs> oh, no. Well, you know, what's popping in is my head is, is, would you tell the story of the champion family's gift of words? I knew that's when you, you said champion family. I'm like, oh, I know what you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, put me back on the spot. Yeah, but listen, I think it's a story that really needs to be shared. And I think a lot of people would really like to do it themselves. I mean, Mm -hmm. you know, okay, so where did you, how did that start? It's funny to think about how things are actually born, but it it really actually started from a drama that I directed at our church during Christmas time. So it was like a theater piece. Yes, it was like a 20-minute theater piece. And I remember it was Christmas and thinking I was a little crazy for taking it on um, to, you know, to my already kind of Christmas full plate, you know. You know that I, list. <laughs> the proverbial list. But the, the drama itself um, was just about four kids that were getting together and their parents were away. And one of the, the girls didn't have any money. And so she gave her brother a gift of words. And I remember they were they were really awesome, this cast. And she started to talk about memories of what her brother did for her when she was in high school and college. And I could just remember all of a sudden, everybody in the auditorium got very quiet as they were listening to this. So I could really tell that this drama had struck a chord emotionally for everyone present. And afterwards, it was, it was over. I was remember just walking up and sort of standing in front of the stage and looking at the mall. And I just had this overwhelming sense 
that God was saying to me, so what's your takeaway, Leanne? I'm like, it's over. <laughs> well, that's not what he meant. <laughs> I mean, that's so cool. So, so you felt like God was asking you, like, how does this, how does this apply to you in your life? Exactly. It was like he was cluing me into how I could incorporate this in my own family. And I'm just so glad he did because it, it just helped, it allowed me to dream up what this could become. And this gift of words has become a beloved tradition in our family. I, I realized in that moment in time that it's not all about the gifts. I actually do love to buy gifts for people, <laughs> I admit it. But it's so much more about the opportunity to stop and reflect on a year and share with those we love how we feel about them and how we appreciate them and how we see them growing, right? And what I realized in this exercise year after year after year is that we learned as a family how to celebrate each other in the gift of words. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, it sounds wonderful. It's funny. It's, I remember we tried the first year where we just wrote to one person in the family and <laughs> nobody really liked that. It was, it was very unsatisfying for them. Really? Everybody decided in the future that they wanted to write to everyone. And I think really the truth was that they wanted to hear from everyone. It was very, very sweet. Okay. So we used we used to play around with this. We tried it on Christmas Day. That was a little bit a lot to get in, but then we moved it to the 26th and it was kind of the day after Christmas, which is a great tradition. And um, you know how it is. There's a little letdown after Christmas. So it became the day after tradition. And I'm not gonna lie, it does require a little effort from everyone, but I think, Terry, you know, that's really the key to it all. I mean, everyone should take a little time to reflect Agreed. during the holidays, right? Yeah. Agreed. Absolutely. It, it's so nice. It worked out that we could all, you know, step back, go back and do like highlights of our blessings, highs, lows, whatever, and whatever we've learned, right? I I do have one memory of our boys and I won't name names because I will for sure get in trouble. But one year, one of my boys was reading his gift of words on his computer and he was so choked up about leaving for college that he he had to turn over his gift of words to his brother to read it for him. It was, it's really hard to put into words the bond that this creates really within a family. Well, it's because he was really and truly feeling it. Completely. And you know, it's interesting, unless we do reflect and write things down, I think we humans, we forget a lot. Yeah. You know, that it becomes, the gift of words becomes this, marvelous diary, if you will, for your family. And, you know, look, we've missed a few years here and there. And as dynamics change for when everyone gathers, you know, some of one of my boys is married now. So it may now look more like an every other year kind of thing. Right. But it's beautiful whenever you can do it. And I highly recommend this for anyone out there listening. I believe we started this when my youngest was like seven or eight. I think this is such a magnificent tradition. I, I And I don't think it would matter what age you started it. I'm thinking of introducing it now. No, you're absolutely right. I've had several people do that at, at when their kids are older, for sure. My son um, reminded me recently that the word um, eulogy actually means beautiful words. Um, and why do we save 
our beautiful words only for funerals, right? For the people who've passed, right? Yeah. I mean, why? I didn't know that that's what that said. Uh, that, that meant. And, and why should we, we should be telling people now how we feel about them, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. It's up to us. And we can lead by example. You know, it, we really can. We can decide ahead of time that we want to do something like this. I cannot believe how quickly this has come to a close. But Terry, I love, love, love this conversation. Wow, that was fast. I know, it feels fast. What, a, what are your takeaways, my friend? Um, well, I love the thought download. That's uh, actually helps me personally. And I, I re- would recommend it to anybody. And obviously what we just talked about, I think the gift of words is just a tremendous gift. It is, you know, and um, I'm, we're going to try and try a new tradition for Courtney and I. <laughs> and I loved what you said about, uh, you know, kicking perfection to the curb. I mean, really, yeah. Christmas should be a time for reflection, not perfection. Hey, oh, I like that. <laughs> hey, <Ryan. laughs> that works because it's it's incredibly easy to get caught up in the frenzy of the holidays and then you know, feel overwhelmed trying to fit it all in and meet everyone's expectations. Yes, everyone's expectations. So what are we going to do? We're going to normalize our expectations. (laughs) That's it. That's it. This year, I, I want you all listening to just take some time to reflect and refine and reboot on what matters most to you. Have conversations with your people about the kind of holiday that you want to create. And just remember, don't go into default mode, letting things just happen. Create your Christmas. Do your holiday thought download. Decide ahead of time what emotions you want to focus on, like Terry did for us so beautifully. And lastly, it's it's all about the intentional connection that we create. At the end of the day, the only thing people really remember is how you made them feel. Sure. It's been so great to connect with you all today. Wishing you all a beautiful holiday with those you love. Thank you, Terry, for joining us. You've been listening to Champion Your Life. Godspeed. Thank you for listening to Champion Your Life with me, Leanne Champion on TransformationTalkRadio.com. To find out more about me and my coaching platform, visit championyourlife.com. That's championyourlife.com. You have one precious life. Let's live it to your fullest potential. Let's go. Let's do this together. See you next time. Views expressed on this program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not necessarily reflect the views of the station, its management, or advertisers. You're listening to Transformation Talk Radio.